Welcome to the On The Line podcast. I'm Digit Murphy, along with Joseph Pasek. Again, I'm a longtime women's advocate and women's hockey person. My recent stint as the president of both the Toronto Six and the Metropolitan Riveters, not at the same time, in the PHF, and the head coach of the Chinese program in the CWHL in Hockey China. And lastly, the Boston Blades makes me uniquely qualified to talk about women's hockey. I am joined by my good friend and co-host. All right, expert, stop it right Joseph here. Joseph Joe Pasek, right no, 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 the no, founder, no. man. Oh, no, 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 that's not important. Stop it right here. I'm going to cut this promo and get it right for once and for all. The female version of Don Cherry. Add that into the promo. Add that into the promo because, the, look, yeah. I, I wanted to have my, my thing because I got I to gotta say this, okay? I gave you three games. We did the pregame show for yesterday. I gave it to you because I felt bad. I felt bad for you because when you lose a bet, you're not supposed to take money from a lady. All right? A producer wants to <laughs> take money. You're out of your mind. But I'm telling you. All right? So well, you lost. On, what, what, you what, lost. No, no, I never lose. I always win. We win, baby. We're Nike. Just do it and just win. So look, I'm telling you, from now on, if you don't include that in the promo, that you're the female version of Don Cherry, I will not yeah. do the show. All right. All right. Well, I'm scared now. Okay. Well, Kevin said he, my producer said he could do the show with me. So you're out. Anyways, right, if I could continue, Bye -bye. if I continue with you as the head and founder of the Fired Up and Femme Networks in Canada, come on, Joe, we got to get that in. And, uh, you know, you've we'll been hosting I, for I, decades. I don't anything. People know so, who the president I, is. I do want to say one last thing, because we talk about my 37 seconds uh, intro of our topic. And, you know, we're going to talk about the PWHL, but people have to understand what 37 seconds mean. 37 seconds is in honor of Title IX that only has 37 words. And it's a law that's been impactful in women's sports since 1972 that we need to continue to talk about because joe i gotta tell you i gotta tell you i'm still butthurt because the pwhl stands on women's shoulders like me and all the other women that came before them and i am taking nothing away from them but let's continue to acknowledge the past to catapult the women into the future and i'm going to so, shut up now I'm no, not about her anymore. I'm over it. I'm over it. You're, you're already talking about 37 seconds because <laughs> Title IX has 37 words, okay? Look Maybe it up. You go, yeah, look it up. That's right. Maybe <laughs> you want to go a little bit in depth what Title IX means because people hear it. You do your Instagram. And by the way, no shuttle to Joe. Uh, you do your Instagram videos at, at Digit Murphy. Should be shuttles to Joe. You'll see you'll skyrocket. But people always say, <laughs> what does Title IX mean? Maybe you want, this is like our third or fourth show. Tell everybody, give a brief synopsis what Title IX means. Title IX is an educational statute down in the United States that basically says boys and girls to see, deserve the same access to education. So what people don't understand, Joe, is Title IX doesn't have anything to do with sports. But because sports activities fall under a federal uh, mandate for equal access to education, now if you have a boys team in women's hockey, you should have a girls team, okay? And I, I just want to go back to that, okay? This, we talked about it the other day. In Minnesota, without Title IX in 1993, without that federal funding that came in to build the arenas, we would not have the 13,000 people 
that attended the first game. Uh, last night, the the, uh, the crowd in Minnesota was a little little more sparse. I think they were in 5,000. But, I mean, it's still a good good amount of people watching girls and women's hockey. And I attribute that all to Title IX. There's yeah, your little man. synopsis, Joe. Good for you. There you go. There you go. Because everybody was Look it always up. asked. Look it up and everything like that. Title <laughs> IX. And, and, for, and, and seriously, for those people who want to know more about Title IX, seriously, look it up because you'll be enthralled on what you read there, Title IX and, and 37 seconds, 37 words uh, in Title IX. That's why Digit always says it. But uh, Digit, before we look at ahead and back, the three stars of the PWHL inaugural uh, first week there, all right? And But I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw it in there. I don't care. I need a, a you know, first of all, how's my hair doing? The Revlon, all right? I need a okay, Revlon. Looking good. Looking good. So, Four stars. Forget about three stars. Sarah Nurse for the best hair in hockey. Forget about <laughs> hockey. Best hair in, in hockey. Right. Revlon commercial. By yeah. the way, Revlon, if you want to speak to our producer, you know, I, I need some hair products and everything like that. You know, even the <laughs> touch up a little gray, you know. But anyways, the three stars. Go ahead, Dig. So we had, uh, for Minnesota, uh, three stars were, I got it right here. Oh, my God. Taylor Heinze, unbelievable. Nicole Hensley, uh, the goaltender, and Kendall Coyne Schofield. I think it's really funny that in Minnesota, all of the Minnesotans were, were the, were the uh, stars. But I I cannot believe how good Taylor Heinze is. Like, she's insanely good. Her shot is pick. so fast. Yeah, number one pick. And then Natalie Darwitz. You know, she gets, she knows what she's doing. A lot of players um, from the WCHA, too, on the Minnesota team, you see them, they're big, big, big players. They bang, they're physical, they're explosive. Um, I, I got to say, I thought that Toronto, when I when I saw the roster, I thought they'd be a lot better. I, I picked them and Montreal to be in the finals, but now I'm not so sure. I think Minnesota's got going to be the one that's uh, going to be the team to beat. All right. You, talk, you talked about this game. And you <laughs> lost. Lost, no, by the way. No, 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 I no, called no. 4-1. Wait, wait a minute. 4-1, 3-1. 3-1, 4-1, 8-1. Who cares? The story of this game, the story of this game was who scored for Toronto? Who scored for Toronto? Your yeah. nurse, Sarah Nurse. That was yeah. a nice shot. Good. Wait, hold on. It was a good shot and all that. But the story wasn't the goal. Was her hair afterwards, man? She needs that Revlon commercial. All right, all right, all right. We'll talk about uh, uh, the hair. Stop being a sexist. No talking about girls' hair. No. No, okay, here. The other game, and I love her name. You know who I'm talking about? Marie Philippe Poulet. Had the first ever hat trick. No, it wasn't the first ever. Do uh Grace uh Zumwinkle scored one the other day. Nope. Go back on All your. Right. We'll have to have Kevin. Right. Kevin right. can right. fact check you. Our producer can fact goals. check you. Yeah, yeah. maybe so, our producer could fact wait. check you. Who was the second? The second star of the game was none other than our little Toronto Six, Elaine Choo Choo Train Chuli. That's yeah. why I wore this shirt. I wore this shirt right here, Toronto Six, because of Choo Choo. And you know, she's. She's not a national team goaltender, but guess what? She got the job done. She held them in early. Uh, it was a great game. New York had the pressure on. Uh, Carpenter was, uh, of course, a force. Uh, Emma Woods, her teammate, actually r- ran truly over. I was laughing. 
Um, but at the end of the day, truly goalies win games. Goalies win games. Elaine truly, she's a gamer. And uh, she, I think she earned a lot of respect from her coaching staff and from the Team Canada staff. Because you look at all these coaches, Joe, all these coaches in the PWHL, besides for Ken Klee, who doesn't, is not in Team USA anymore, they're all in the Canadian system. Let's bring some attention to that. All of them are in the Canadian system. So this is a Canadian league. I'm going to start calling it the CWHL instead of the TWHL. How about that? And no, that you know, honestly, that's that's very correct. And by the way, we talked about uh, earlier on this week. They had to reschedule a game. That the rescheduled game between Ottawa and Boston will be rescheduled for Monday, February nineteenth, at four thirty p.m. in Lowell, Massachusetts. So uh, that's the rescheduled game. They were supposed to play on Monday, but due to inclement weather, Ottawa and Boston will play on Monday, February the nineteenth. And by the way. Toronto is back at it this Saturday, January 13th, 1 p.m. Manitoba Center, formerly Maple Leaf Gardens. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're getting a, a snowstorm here. Uh, they're saying it's going to be very bad Friday night and Saturday. So keep uh, watching your local listings if the game gets postponed or whatever. But here, I'm going to go on a limb here. Not oh, really. Wait. I'm, I'm always right. You're what? not right. I'm always gonna, right. I'm gonna I was gonna you. do the listen. If you're gonna do this, and I gonna do the DraftKings promo. If you're gonna All start right, go like ahead. betting, like I gotta do that first. Like I you know it's part of the whole deal. You got okay, DraftKings go in the background. Ahead. They're a sponsor. Okay, okay. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks, that's it, five bucks, and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, DraftKings, the official, sorry, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers best just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only in DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024, all rights are reserved. Oh my goodness! All that right, is a giant, a giant, giant, giant. I need a break. I'll carry, I'll carry the show from now on. You THPN need to. But we need the to do the bet. Podcast Network. No. All right. THPN. What's the bet? What's the bet, though? I'm we going to give it to you. Relax. I'm, I'm giving you time to to relax here. You're watching on the line featuring the female version of Don Cherry, Digit Murphy. And of course, yours truly, the president of Provinces Canada, president of Fired Up Network Femme also. And THPN means the Hockey Podcast Network, where you're watching our show right now. Now, I'm going to tell you the bet. All right? I'm going to tell you the bet. Saturday, okay. January okay. 13th, 
Toronto is back at the Madison Athletic Center, formerly Maple Leaf Gardens, all right, to take on Ottawa. Guaranteed, the president speaks, guaranteed win day for Toronto. Guaranteed win day. And I'll even do go one further. If they lose, if they lose to Ottawa on Saturday, the next show, our producer will be joining you. I'll take the rest of the week off, do double shifting, comb my hair, get Revlon, anything like that. I'm telling you, Toronto will oh, not so lose. Wait. Okay. So you're going to, you, your bet is that our producer has to work more. No, no. no your no, bet no. should bet be. Is, my bet is Toronto will win. What do you say? No. I say Toronto's losing. I say Meli Pulen. No, it's no, gonna wait. come They're not together. Even Montreal. They're playing. Oh, Ottawa. I thought you said. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Ottawa, Ottawa. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, I don't know. I might Ottawa have to take. I bet Toronto. All right. You gotta go with Ottawa. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. I'll take Ottawa. I'll take Ottawa. Uh, uh. You know, I think that Ottawa is gonna gonna come back strong. Uh, they lost in the first round to Malif Berifalipalen, so I think they're gonna come back strong and they're gonna win uh, three two. 3-2. That's my number. 3-2. All right. And and also Saturday, uh, first of all, Toronto's game's at 1 p.m. Saturday, we got Boston and Montreal, a big rivalry. Who you got in this one? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Boston. I got to go with Boston because of uh, Shy Dark Angelo, one of my former T6 players. I'm going to go with her, Niter. Uh I do know that it's going to be tough because – It'll be good, but I'm going to go with Boston. You cannot, you cannot go against the best player in ladies hockey, Marie I, Philippe Poulain. All right, I can, so I can and gonna, I just did. No, four, well, you're going to be zero two. You're going to be zero two, and four, it doesn't matter the four, score. Three. All right, you're oh, going to be zero two. Oh, now it doesn't matter because I'm no, no, right. Because because now a part of DraftKings, we're going to go with this score. It's Sunday. 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central Time. New York, Minnesota. Who do you? Uh, what's the Minnesota score? all day long? New York all day. Uh, Minnesota all day long over New York. Uh, I I I don't so I don't know if you know this, but I know uh, New York has gone through some um, trouble. They they can't get their players visas or something. I was listening to the GM the other night, so they're down. They're down a couple players, and uh, Minnesota is freaking good. I'm going with Minnesota. Not only are they going to beat them, they're going to beat them 5-1. You know, smoke them. That, that is – I was going to say 5-1. I was going to say 5-1. Well, I well, was going to you say didn't. Minnesota. So, six goals. I, I'll say – you know what? You say six goals. I'll say seven. 5-2. 5-2. Okay. That, that, that's uh, over-under I mean, on uh, DraftKings here. And I know you want to speak about uh, – a baseball executive for the Los Angeles Dodgers. By the way, the Dodgers are spending trillions and trillions of dollars. All right? Trillions of dollars. You know, former Blue Jay to Oscar Hernandez also. Go ahead. I've been thinking about this. You know, Stan Kasten said on his last uh, uh, interview when I was watching them, uh, I believe it was a Boston game, about the collective bargaining agreement and how the way he said it to me was a little interesting. He said, the players really wanted a collective bargaining agreement to feel professional. 
I don't know about you, Joe, but last time I checked, that's not why you get a collective bargaining agreement. You get a collective bargaining agreement, a CBA, so that you can actually get something out of it. And, you know, to sign an eight-year deal, to me, puts that many players on hold with negotiations for eight years. So it seems like a little handshake buddy deal between uh, between the, the players and the management that just really kind of you know, flies in the face of what a CBA really is. I don't know That's what you cool. think. That that is my my question here, and I I defer to you because you've been in the boardrooms, your coach and president and everything, with head poobah everything here. So, <laughs> have you ever? And I'm going to say this: Have you ever bargained a collective bargaining agreement? Well, we we didn't have a CBA uh, with the um, PHF, but we had a, had a players association that we dealt with all the time and we negotiated the contract with them um it wasn't officially called the cba uh, but it was you know we were working with the players which is a much different um idea about a, a, a contract than when you're negotiating high level salaries you know uh agreements like for working conditions like we weren't there yet so i feel like Everything that we did was in conjunction with the players to give them more. And when you look at, you know, those top uh, 36 players, six players on each team, uh, making the majority of the salaries, I mean, it, it's, it is what it is, but that's literally what the collective bargaining agreement was. So, Okay, so um, now I'm going to ask you this, and here's my thoughts on the CBA, all right? And, and, and don't get me wrong, you need – in a professional team where you have 30 teams, okay, and, and 700 players and everything like that, you need a CBA. Yep. Yep. Now, you have six teams here, okay? You ever yep. think, you ever think, and I, I, Digit, I, I'm not trying to be you know, braggadocious because I'm not. Okay, you ever think. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. You ever think <laughs> that, that you know, you start off a league, you need to know what the name of the cup is. That's number one before a CBA. You need to know the names of the teams first. The Toronto Six Texas doesn't fly with me. All right? Then you work your way to a CBA. Then you work, well, Sarah Nurse, you're working for Toronto Torch. Okay? Instead of Toronto whatevers. Okay? It's, it's fundamentally, they go, well, the players need us a CBA. Well, don't you think you play hockey? Yes. They play hockey to make money, but they play hockey for the love of the game. So when you when you talk to and I'm uh, I don't want to compare male, female, NHL, PWHL, but when you talk about NHL, what's your goal at the beginning? Our goal is to win the Stanley Cup, the Stanley <laughs> Cup, the Stanley Cup. Now, did you, okay? Hold on, did the PHF? What was the cup's name? The Isabel Cup, Isabel which, Cup. by the way, we named. I don't even – we got to get into this because the NWHL, NWHL originally was the idea of a few of us, which was myself, Aranda Kirby, Danny Ryland, and Winnie Brote. And that was the name that we came up with when we were working on it. And then Danny pieced out and started our own league. But um, we had had the Isabel Cup, and we had the history behind it. And, you know, this is, again – this is the iterations of women's sports, the the growing pains that have happened that no one wants to acknowledge. 
knowledge. And, that, you know, we're just going to keep telling the truth on the show, Joe. That's what we're going to do. That's why, that's why you said one thing that struck here. You talked about the history when you named the Isabel Cup, right? So, mm -hmm. again, when they start this PWHL, and we're all, you know, hopefully it succeeds and everything like that. But this PWHL, again, is what's this on the backs of what? We're starting a new league, the Fired Up Network League. Come, there's nothing here. Oh, <laughs> but we got so many players. We signed this. We have a collective have money. agreement. They have money. They have money. Called nobody. They have money. They have money though. Exactly my point. I was going to say this. They have a guy who opened up the wallet. They yep. who opened up the wallet and and really opened up the wallet. Then coming opening up the wallet, and we talked about this last show, was sponsorship from Air Canada and every and Rogers and everything like that. And even, I believe this week, they signed another big sponsorship deal with a, a distillery group there. Uh, I'm going to get it to uh, now. Yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw Woody that. Creek, I, I, I wonder. Distillers. I, yeah, and you know, again, I, I want to know, what these numbers are because i remember back when we were in the phf when i first got there we we were quote unquote this early early days i want to say season five or six it was a couple of sponsors that was just in-kind stuff so you know it's it's interesting to see how they come out with these these numbers but are they big you know uh, i was really excited to see the air canada though and canadian tire i'm sure those are big ones distillery i can only hope that it's big and uh is it in the u.s right I mean, why isn't it Budweiser, right? Why isn't it Coors? Uh, why isn't it Molson? So my just my two cents. And, you know, one last thing I'm going to say, I'm, uh, I'm doing a broadcast for the women's high school hockey game uh, this Wednesday in Rhode Island. And I was interviewing some of these young ladies and I said, you know, about the PWHL and they're like, oh my goodness, it's finally, they finally have a league to play in. And I looked across the table to them and I go, well, I said, let me just tell you what I've been doing for the last 10 years is I've been working for the professional women's hockey league called the PHF and the NWHL and the CWHL. And the, the kids looked at me and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. I said, that's not your fault, you know, but it's it's where we're at. And we always said that if if someday television would give us the exposure that we needed, this was even the, the years that we were doing it, you know, 2012, all the way up until now. Had those television networks, had someone noticed us, we'd be in the same situation. So good for them. And uh, I just hope, honestly, Joe, I want them to sustain. That's the biggest issue in women's sports. How do we sustain and uh, how do we make money? Because it is a business. And finally, get this, this is a hockey term. I'm going to do the wraparound. Remember, to, to sustain, we got to be people got to go attend these games. Yes, you talked about Minnesota going from 13,000 to 5,000. 5,000 is still good, but when you reach yep. a peak 13,000, go, instead of 13,000, go for 11,000, not back down to 3,000, then well, sustain it. The, the, the issue is, and I'll, I'll say this, I always have said this, is the audience for women's sports is different than men's sports. And the audience room in sports is the families. It's the little girls. It's, it's you know, uh, I don't want to say it's more wholesome, but you don't have lots of those fans that go to men's games that tailgate and, you know, drink a lot of beer and, you know, are, are real fans that are taking their shirts off. You don't have a lot of that, right? So if, if 
you it's really hard to sustain a family oriented environment in so many games on weeknights when these kids have their own games to go to when you know they have school to go to the next day so um i think that those are some of the the things that folks like stan who are in men's sports are going to run into uh you know not understanding who the audience is now kudos to them if they can get some beer sponsors and do a lot of, get like more men's men watching yeah, that I'm you know are real you. fans and taking their shirts off and painting their faces no, no, like i look forward you. to that i'm gonna tell you and uh, we'll close it up with this okay uh i'm turning 50 years old but when we Ooh. when i was growing up when i was growing up in the let's say uh early 80s mid 80s there was a maple leaf gardens hat obviously the maple leaves but Toronto Marbles, not the Marlies, because Marlies, they, they switched it. It's Toronto Marbles. It was great hockey. They played them Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 1 p.m. And then uh, they'd refresh the ice again. And Maple Leafs used to play Saturday nights at 8 p.m. And one ticket got you to see the Marlboros and the Maple Leafs. You yeah. And I said this all the time. I said it to you how many times already. They should... They're trying to incorporate the NHL with this PWHL. And, and Minnesota is a great example. They're playing in the Minnesota Wilds arena. Right. Incorporate. Right. I know sometimes you got to play during the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever. But on the weekends, that's when they mostly play the games. Incorporate it with the NHL teams. Play at 1, 2 p.m. So the kids could go. You're not going to do a doubleheader with the kids, four, five, six, seven, eight. But you're going to have them 1 o'clock, watch the ladies. And then if they're a little bit older, you get, you know, 20% off playing a Maple Leaf ticket or whatever. Watch the Maple Leafs. If they do that, and again, another thing, and I'm going to harp on this, and we'll close it out. For God's sakes, the All-Star game is in Toronto. It's at the Scotiabank Arena. Why? Is in Marie-Philippe Poulain. Playing with Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Sarah Nurse, playing with William Elander to see who has the better hair. Get it? So, like, look, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, it, Gary Bettman, I know you watch the President of Provinces of Canada, all right? Use the ladies, use them to get the PWHL over the top, over the top with Marie Philippe. Why are the men scared that uh, Schofield? Uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield outskated, was the fastest skater two years ago in the All-Star game or three years ago in the All-Star game. Are they scared that ladies can do just as good as the guys? Come on. Come I don't on, know. man. I don't know. Do I don't know. NHL All-Star game well, instead of playing pucks off the CN Tower. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're ranting enough. I'm please. fired Rant up. Rant was for yesterday. Okay, you're fired up. All right, well, you said we were closing it out about five, seven minutes ago. So now we're really going to close it out. Uh, last word here is by Digit Murphy is that, guys, if you can do anything to get out, buy a ticket, support women playing anything, playing hockey in college, playing high school hockey, please get out there, buy a ticket. We need your support, PWHL. NWHL Junior Leagues, PWHL Junior Leagues, get out there, support your women, give them a chance to play. And uh, that's it. This is Digit Murphy for Joseph Pasek on the line podcast. We're out.
How's that? And recording? Joe, uh, Kevin? He can cut that.